You're listening to Gospel-Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and heavy-laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Welcome back to Gospel-Centered Rest. We're so glad that you've joined us. We've taken a couple weeks off. And uh, we are back discussing Navigating Disagreement Part 2. And I'm joined today with, uh, with, with David. So the two of, us, two of us are going to talk about what's worth actually disagreeing over. Now, last time when we talked, we had talked about the character, our own character, when it comes to navigating disagreement with one another. Are we doing so selflessly and in a spirit of love and of humility? Or are we doing so uh, selfishly? And we talked about how the gospel just impacts our own hearts and our own lives when it comes to having those conversations with one another. Maybe these are difficult conversations to have. We also talked about the disagreement necessarily isn't always bad, that there is a healthy, um, there's a healthy component to disagreement, even within the church. There can be unity, even though there isn't uniformity. There can be unity together in Christ, even though we don't all agree on everything. But of course, today we are going to take this a little bit further and answer that question, what's worth disagreeing over? Because there are things that we would say are very important things to hold to that would be necessary for unity. Um, So David, we've had a few of these discussions in the past, and we've uh, discussed just the impact theologically within the church. Now, there is a couple thousand years of church history here. And (laughs) over these couple thousand years, there's been lots of disagreement over different things, over modes of baptism, over uh, eschatology, over different theological issues. But when we are asked the question, what's actually worth disagreeing over with our brothers and sisters in Christ, within, within the body of Christ, when it comes to topics of theology, um, what would we say are important? What would we say would be maybe more secondary? Yeah. First of all, the question is, um, it's a massive question. Yeah. So we will not solve this. That's right. But uh, hopefully we'll give some some opportunity for discussion uh, that you may have with others. And uh, just... I, I just think it's a really good topic. I think the the way that I'd begin to try to explain this is um, what might appear to be two contradictory statements. So the question is, what's worth disagreeing over? Mm-hmm. And I think the first answer is a lot less than we think. Yeah. Um, bec- and, and then the second answer would be a lot more than we think. Which is the contradictory answer, but mm-hmm. as as I have begun to think about this, um, it's probably a lot less than I think, because I will uh, cert- I will navigate towards certain issues that are very important to me, mm-hmm. but are, be, and become over important uh, to the place where if somebody disagrees with me on that, then um, I will. Um, you know, it'll 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 turn into disunity or, or whatever mm-hmm. else it might be. Mm-hmm. E- even if you think about this on a marriage level, um, what's worth disagreeing over? Well, probably a lot less than we think. Um, 
do I do? Do we have to agree on everything? Do I have to have an opinion on everything? Do I have to change, mm-hmm. or you know, my spouse? And so, <laughs> excuse me, just having just having this ability to disagree with others, um, but then a lot more than we think in the sense where, uh, and and this is what we talked about last time. It's it's really a heart issue uh, that uh, the things that we disagree mm-hmm. over. Over the, or that we don't disagree over, we should um, have an honest conversation about that. We should say, you know, that if, if you follow the understanding of God, your understanding of God to that end, mm-hmm. um, then that that can do harm in your life. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because my battle is I will make small issues big issues, and then I will make big issues, small issues. So the answer is what's worth disagreeing over? A lot less than I think, a lot more than I think. So am I, are we disagreeing over what we should be disagreeing over? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you talk to couples or sometimes when you talk to people in the church, it's like, well, well yeah, we can disagree on that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like we're, we'll, maybe we'll talk about baptism. Um, and th- but that's not, a, that's not a test of faith right. um, because... Whether someone comes at it from an infant Baptist or a believer Baptist baptism place, uh, they're, they're in Christ, mm-hmm. um, and we're building our foundation on God's word, mm-hmm. and that's good. Uh, sometimes when I've thought about it, David, I've thought about it from the terms of what were the things that Jesus disagreed on? What were the major things that mm-hmm. that we see Him exemplify for us that was worth having disagreement over and he was challenged with everything like politically morally and just to see like his response but also when you look at the apostles and you see the things that they died for Mm -hmm. you know you don't see them dare i say die for things like um you know if there's a rapture or where there's a rapture yeah um you don't see them you don't see them die over some of these other secondary theological issues it's always over things that are that are central to the gospel and the purity of the gospels uh and things that things that threaten the gospel were there were were the parts of contention for them that they wrote throughout scripture about and they exemplified for us these are the things that as the church you stand for yeah. And that you, even at times, you might have to distance fellowship from, yeah. um, depending on. Depending on. <laughs> My phone went off. Let's not cut that out. Let's keep it going. Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I have to turn it on mute. I was, I was waiting for you to answer that. I, I, like, I could have. Come on, just answer it. They can, they can join our conversation. Hey, why not? We could ask them. Yeah. <laughs> But, and if the person's listening who called me yeah. <laughs> on Tuesday afternoon, yeah. I do apologize yeah. for hanging up. Yeah, don't feel bad. So, um, but yeah, like I think that the that the that the apostles really become a help for us. The gospel really does become a help for us. Jesus really does become a help for us in this conversation. And when you think about it that way, that first statement that you made yeah. really does ring true. And what you've just said is, I, I think that the follow-up um, initial answer. So, what's worth disagreeing over? And it's, I think it's exactly like you said. What's closest to the gospel? Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, that that's Jesus was he he was preaching the gospel. He was preaching the kingdom. Um, he was, uh, and and then those who came at him who were opposed to the gospel, uh, like the religious leaders who tried to change the gospel message, mm-hmm. um, and and limit or limit the gospel. Uh, that so so w- when we disagree. Um, with one another, if we're disagreeing with the cross mm-hmm. or a penal sub- substitution or, um, uh, you know, faith, uh, those things that are so tight, you, you, you cannot pull that from the gospel message. Mm-hmm. To, to pull that from the gospel message is, is, to, is to destroy the gospel message. And yes. that's what I think also happens when you... Not even it's not only what you see in the life of Jesus, but also in the epistles, where so often it begins with just a clear understanding of the gospel, just mm-hmm. a clarifying, uh, clarifying statements of who Christ is, what Christ has done, the work of election. All of these things are all tied uh, with into the gospel, and then you move out from there. Where if we have disagreements, for like we've mentioned about baptism, then that's. We can have those disagreements, um, understanding that uh, the core of the gospel remains the same. Mm-hmm. So, and and that that goes with a marriage, that goes in a friendship. Um, people will say, uh, "Well, we we have to separate over our view of end times." Um, mm-hmm. But and and I understand that's a big issue and yeah and and all of that. But um, and and Jesus spoke about end times, and it's not to. And this is the problem. It's it's not to diminish yeah. the conversation, yeah. Yeah. but the conversation does change where <laughs> we're able to, like we saw in Philippians 3 two weeks ago, we're able to disagree on those matters humbly mm-hmm. uh, and and still maintain the essence, the core of the gospel. That's true. We can still treat one another yeah. uh, with grace, with humility, with patience, with love, yeah. uh, and maintain the core of the gospel. And even on the on the topic of eschatology, because you because mm-hmm. you brought it up, <laughs> when you look at at how Paul discussed eschatology with uh, with the churches, there there was one point that that he that he was up that he was upset about when um, when you had a couple gentlemen uh, discussing how the resurrection had already happened, yeah, and it hadn't, and that would be something that would be worth in Paul's mind in the apostles mind worth separating over and calling calling out calling and, it and, out and, yeah. and dealing with right because but, you're denying an essence of, yeah, of the gospel are, again you're denying an essence of the gospel but yeah. well we've added to it as the church over the last couple thousand years we've added all of these other all of these other doctrines mm-hmm. and these other charts and mm-hmm. whatever it is and we've made those the bone of contention where it actually has affected the unity of the church. Yeah. It has affected the uh, one another's yeah. that were supposed to be present there um, in ways that I don't think ever should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and even today when you when you hear the narrative of eschatology between the different sides, um, there can be like a, there can sometimes just be a harshness. Mm-hmm. There can be yeah. not a unifying message, yeah. but more of like a divisive one. And I'm and I'm thinking in particular again of that passage in Titus when 
Paul is exhorting Titus to avoid foolish debates, genealogies, genealogies, quarrels, and disputes about the law because they are unprofitable and and worthless. And we know the context here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's dealing with a formerly religious religious Jewish culture and um, Gentiles coming into that. But we can relate this a lot to what we're dealing with today in the church uh, when it comes to issues of eschatology and things like that. So I guess like a good question that we can ask ourselves first is, is when it comes to these things um, and wondering, is this really worth dying on this Mm -hmm. hill over? Is this really worth sacrificing the unity of the church for? Uh, We can just ask, ask ourselves, well, how did, how did the apostles treat this particular doctrine? How did, Christ treat this particular doctrine or this particular moral issue? Mm-hmm. What are the answers? How, what's, the, what's the navigation that we see them, them take uh, with the gospel through that? Yeah. Yeah. I, two things come to mind. And again, as we're talking about, there's, there, we're yeah. missing, there are so many gaps in what sure, we're saying because sure. it's, such a, it's such a vast... Um, yeah. It's such a vast subject. And if anybody has any questions, they can call us yeah. <laughs> next week, Tuesday afternoon. Around one thirty or at two yeah. o'clock, and and my phone will go off. And David's phone yeah. will go off. Um, I, I think first of all, uh, th- that um, d- disagreements do matter because um, disagree because misunderstanding scripture uh, has consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. If, if we're just sort of a disagreeable person or if we if we can't agree and we keep on separating from mm-hmm. people, that has consequences, especially if you're raising a family mm-hmm. because the message comes across that nobody else is right mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and you become just isolated and then you become unhappy with the church uh, because nobody gets it right or, or nobody... And, and this I think this is particularly true of... Um, like if we have learned something really well, um, or if we have grown up with something mm-hmm. really well, um, and this can happen, you know, whatever term you use, but even in the reform community where you just hold on to certain teachings that are precious to you, um, but those are the only people who gather around you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think that's, that's, the, that's why disagreeing well is so important and knowing that some of my some of the things that I've learned well, others may disagree with, and 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 that's okay. Um, but also in saying that, again, the balance is that disagreements do have um, mm-hmm. do do have an impact on our life. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, I, I hold that you know God chose us, God loved us first, mm-hmm. He elected us in love to salvation. Um, the sovereignty of God in all of life and mm-hmm. in salvation. Um, I, I think a tremendous amount of comfort is torn away from a believer's life. Who, for for those who would believe that you you can um, a, a true Christian can lose their salvation, mm-hmm. Th- that's incredibly impactful on yeah. somebody's life and on how somebody experiences a father. Mm-hmm. in heaven, or a savior, or the presence and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So when, when we do disagree, <laughs> let's, you know, it, 
and again, it goes back, you know, it's probably a lot less than we think. Yeah. And that's not to diminish that. It's probably a lot more than we think as well. But understand the impact of either not listening and having no conversations. Mm -hmm. So I never grow in my understanding. And part of the growth happens because of other people being involved in my life. Um, or, and, 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 and then what we end up doing is just separating. Or we just have so much comfort that's that's removed from our life because the, because ultimately the gospel and profound theology mm -hmm. uh, does that. It's, it's a father expressing his love for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, like you said, there's, there's so much about this that we, that we could discuss, but we would agree that, that there are times when our disagreements do affect our unity. Um, but, there's many more times where our disagreements shouldn't affect yeah. our unity uh, yeah. with with one another. I mean, nobody's nobody's arguing the fact that we believe as as believers we believe something different than um, than a different religion. Nobody's arguing that there is there is going to be a lack of unity because if somebody doesn't believe believes a false gospel or a different gospel than we do there is there is going to be a lack of unity but there can still be there can still be humility there can still be love and grace for one another even in that relationship yeah but there needs to be a healthy acknowledgement that that there is a lack of unity when it comes to the points of the gospel yeah if um, i can just say I, yeah. I think in uh because uh like in in uh colossians 2 8 be careful that no one takes you captive through yes. philosophy and empty deceit based yes. on human tradition, based on the elements of the world, rather than Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so beautiful. And, and I think it could help friendships, marriages, churches, that th we, can be we, we can be taken captive mm. uh, about things that, that captivate. Um, and, and that's where going back to what, what we do have um, in Christ bec becomes so important. And then, <laughs> excuse me, you also have in uh, Philippians, uh, Paul is just pleading with uh, really uh, Udiah and Syntyche. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just don't name anybody that anymore. <laughs> uh, to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you, true partner, to help these women who have contended for the gospel at my side along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. I love what he does. Paul does there, um, Philippians 4, 2, and 3, because he, he just piles on all the reasons why we should be unified yeah. and all the reasons. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the encouraging thing, is the gospel is not just about the salvation of our, from our sins mm. and eternal life, but the gospel gives us all the resources we need to work through disagreements with mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going back to the heart that we talked about the last time mm -hmm. that we had this. Mm -hmm. But, um, and, and, and the reason why I talked about uh, in Colossians 2 is there's lots to disagree with about the world. Um, and we even know that there's lots to disagree with in the church. Um, mm -hmm. But it, the gospel is, is a gospel of reconciliation. Yes. So the gospel reconciled us, humanity and God, in, in its greatest crime, um, you know, hatred of God, and mm -hmm. he reconciled us 
So that's why you'll often have words like, like love one another or mm. forgive as you've been forgiven in Christ, or even just something as simple as kindness mm. um, and, and how to, how to be kind um, to one another. And then maybe the, just the final point, because we could go on, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I do, uh, this past Sunday morning, we talked about Saul or David and how David talked about Saul. Yeah. Um, his eulogy. Yeah. And David said words like, and I don't think David was, you know, just being political or sure. trying to unify the North and the South. Um, like he called Saul loved and delightful in mm. the in the Christian Standard version, at least. And I, I think that's part of um, sometimes to disagree. Well, you need to know the other person. Yeah. Like, don't set up a straw man. That never helps. But just on a personal level, um, and we talked a bit about this Sunday morning, like if somebody walks in who's had an abortion, mm. but they hear from the church that abortion is bad without the forgiveness of right. a person who's, who's journeyed through that very difficult time in their life. Um, <laughs> I, I, so in other words, part of our disagreement is not just to disagree well, but to to really love the person and speak well of the other person. Yeah. Um, and if it is a false gospel, um, how to try to maintain dialogue yeah. with that person instead of, and I understand sometimes that, that just won't happen. And sometimes we have to separate ourselves because it's, it's too deceitful and, and we're drawn in or we may not be the person to minister in that person's life, but we can continue to pray. And, and I think David's instructive in how he talked about Saul so that even when a person walks into church or walks into our life, in our disagreements, they will still be loved. The gospel will still be central. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we will still seek reconciliation uh, when we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. So good. So lots, again, lots that, lots that we've talked about there that we could continue to talk about. Um, but again, we would, we would both emphasize that the gospel becomes our our foundation it becomes how we navigate these issues and these disagreements and the example that we see of jesus the example that we see of the apostles who died for this gospel how they responded and how they interacted with the world around them gives us a lot to to follow gives us a lot to find and they always did so with integrity yeah. they did so with loving others they yeah. did so with thinking about the best of others and not out of and, and i'm sure there were times where they didn't do it like some of the apostles didn't do it at a, at a complete pure pure motives um but that's that's part of that's part of being a broken human being like us so we can be reminded too that there's going to be times where we're not going to navigate disagreement uh in the in the best and most helpful way and in the most gracious way but the gospel is is the work of redemption in our own hearts and our own lives and is changing us and growing us. And so if we can learn from those experiences and learn to navigate disagreement well, um, we're just going to be that much better off within the unity of the church. Yeah. And just, just one more quick thought. Yeah. There were times when they did separate. Yes. Well, I mean, there, you, there, you there like were times Paul and Peter, right? That's right. They, they, what, what's it called? The right hand of fellowship. Yeah. I think the, I think the verse yeah. says so. And, yeah, and for sure. And even like in Acts 20 where, you know, the, the, the attack of the church will come from inside. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And it takes, 
like we didn't even really talk about this, but it, it does for some, it will take great courage to step yeah. away from, from false teaching. Yes. Um, or from, um, additions to the gospel mm-hmm. and to know the wisdom. And, and maybe that's another thing we can talk about, yeah. like when, when to actually separate, yeah. uh, fellowship. Um, but, but we don't, I don't want to downplay that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. we do, we do live in, uh, confusing times and, yeah. and there's a lot of false yeah. teaching. Yeah. There is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of destructive heresy out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and we have to be on our guard because mm-hmm. it, it tears, um, it tears apart faith. Mm-hmm. In so, fact, that's, oh, that's actually... A, and that's a really negative way to yeah, end. I know. So. You know what? That's <laughs> actually one of our next episodes that we're doing okay. is, uh, is we're going to be talking about um, when is the right and the healthy time to, to separate from mm-hmm. someone else in a relationship or even a church. When, when is the right and healthy time to, to step away and to and to be part of a, a group of believers that is, that is more in line with, with the truth of the gospel. Cause those can be very difficult yeah. situations to navigate with yeah. emotion and with all, all the things that come with that. Exactly. So thank Good. you, David. Thanks Tyler.